the third podcast episode in our series of Survivor Conversations, in which Viv and I talk about some of the common challenges faced by survivors of childhood sexual abuse. Today we're going to talk about some of the great things that can happen when we're able to talk openly about our lived experiences. We all have secrets sometimes. There are the good ones that we can't wait to reveal, and then there are the bad ones, when being found out is the thing that we're most afraid of. Being a survivor of childhood sexual abuse means that we're conditioned from a very early age to keep the abuse secret, sometimes because we're told to, sometimes because we're ashamed of it, and often because it feels like the things that happened to us were sometime, somehow our fault. In reality, the secrets belong to the abuser, but we are the ones who carry the weight of shame, and we carry that weight every single day of our lives, and it affects how we feel about ourselves, how we see the world, and our ability to trust others. In adulthood, we might sometimes disclose to a partner or close friend, but mostly we're afraid to show our whole selves for fear of being judged or rejected. And so the face we show the world is only a part of who we are. Carrying the secret of childhood sexual abuse isolates us and forces us to live with silence and fear. And it's only when we open up that we learn how different things can be. Would you agree with that, Viv? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I think it's like, it took me a long time in therapy and, um, you know, in my own journey to get to a point where I realised that what had happened to me was absolutely nothing to do with me. Absolutely, you know, so there's nothing for me to feel ashamed of. I didn't do anything wrong. And, you know, it's all all the shame lies with the abusers. Um, and realising that was really liberating for me to, um, you know, stop seeing myself as defective or to blame in any way and just to yeah to feel freed up from that was really great how about you yeah I think I think for me it it, it always made me feel different to everybody else I think knowing that that these things had happened to me you know from like quite an early age so you know when I was at school what had happened to me hadn't happened to the, you know to my peers to my friends at school um, and it made me feel different and separate and like um just like not the same as everybody else so reaching a point in adulthood and being able to talk about it that has kind of really changed things for me because it's, it's made me feel for the first time that actually i'm not um i'm not separate from everybody else and also by being able to talk about it openly it's made me feel like all the all, all my separate parts have come together and it's, and it's helped me to feel like a much more, um, just more of a, a whole person to be able to be honest about it. I don't feel like I've got all these dark, you know, the kind of the dark shadows that you, that you don't want anybody to see, that you don't want anybody to find out about. I think when you let go of those, that's really when things can change quite dramatically. So certainly they have done for me. Yeah, right. Totally. I mean, it takes a lot of energy, doesn't it, to compartmentalise yourself and uh, to keep secrets, um, you know, that might be being triggered on a regular basis where you're having to sort of stuff that back down. That yeah. That is not a, a healthy way to be. And, um, you know, yeah, it just takes up an awful lot of energy. I think it, it's, it's true it is and I think it's the pretending that you have to do so you know you can be in conversation with someone you can or you can I don't know hear something on the radio or see something on tv that that reminds you of something that you've experienced and 
you can't say it out loud. So, you, you know, you kind of, you, you push it back down. You might pretend that actually it's fine or, or, or worse, if somebody's making a joke about something that, that touches you quite personally and you pretend it's okay and you put this face on and all the, all the stuff that you really feel, you spend so much time and energy locking it behind closed doors in case it escapes somehow. And, and that, that is, it's hard really hard work and again I think you know to reach a point where you know personally I can I can say quite openly to people this is what happened to me you know and without without feeling embarrassed about it or feeling that it was in any way my fault um and that you know that it it, it allows me to just just to get on with being who I am and saying what I think and sharing how I feel and not continually you know burying and burying and burying all that stuff yeah editing ourselves That's editing it. ourselves to yeah. protect other people who yeah. don't deserve our protection or energy mm, yeah for me as well it really sort of you know once i started uh talking about it more and um you know doing that in more and more spaces rather than just in the safe spaces that were really needed and um you know at that time in my life but as as the conversation has opened up culturally, it's sort of opened a way to activism. You know, the less I see it as my fault or as something wrong with me, the more I'm in a position to challenge what actually is wrong, which is that, you know, abuse is happening on a massive scale. And um, yeah, so that feels really empowering as well. Hey, I'm a massive fan of Brené Brown. I don't know if you've ever listened to her. Um, she has two TED Talks, one about, um, I think one's called The Power of Vulnerability and the other one is something to do with shame and I can't re remember it right now. Um, but, you know, she talks about how shame is like um, like a Petri dish and that secrets, secrecy makes shame grow bigger and bigger and talking about things makes shame shrink. She says it much better than that. But, you know, that's that's definitely my experience. I think that's absolutely true. Yeah, I, I would completely agree with that. I think that when I when I first started kind of telling more people, you know, that I knew personally about what happened to me, you know, each time I did it, it felt a little bit easier, not not entirely comfortable, but a bit easier. But then as a result of the, the campaigning that I've been doing for the last few years, I've had more and more conversations very publicly about the fact that I'm a survivor of childhood abuse and that, you know, I believe that, um, that things need to change or things like the justice system, things like the way that we, the, the way that we treat survivors or the way that we, you know, that we marginalize them. Um, and every time I've, you know, had these conversations, you know, whether that's in a, you know, whether that's a one-to-one -one with somebody or, you know, in a, you know, in a, in a much more public forum, it's it has it has given me that sense that the the, the secrecy and the shame part just diminishes you know almost on a daily basis and the and the and the, the campaigning side and the activism and the talking honestly becomes stronger and bolder and more comfortable and more liberating mm, absolutely there's so many barriers to that for people though aren't there because a lot of people aren't in situations where they feel safe to talk about it and you know i just want to be really mindful of that as we're talking about it and um yeah just to sort of encourage anyone listening to you know to do what's right for them and to to take the time that they need to take and to find those places where they do feel safe and um 
you know that it's a journey isn't it it's a journey and there's no rush and I think every every everyone's different as well I know that if I you know if I had five years ago I'd never talked really about these things um in my own life and if I'd happened to listen to a podcast like this I, I'm not I'm not even sure what my reaction would I think it would have been quite shocked to hear people talking openly about this stuff that you know I'd spent my whole life kind of burying inside me and I think I think it would have made me feel quite emotional as well I hope it might have made me think well, if other people are talking about it, then maybe I could, um, I, you know, and I know that I'm very lucky, you know, I've had, I've had so much support in the last few years, you know, mainly from my husband and my children, but, you know, from my friends and, and, and getting to know other survivors and feeling, you know, part of a survivor community, that's been enormously helpful as well. And, and finding these spaces where it's safe to talk about the things that have happened to me. And it's, and it's also safe to listen to other people talk about their experiences too. So it's been a real, kind of long slow process for me it didn't happen overnight you know it's and like I say five years ago I hadn't talked about any of this um mm. but uh yeah I think I think that for you know for, for a lot of people there's there's maybe an event or a moment or something that you know that kind of it's almost like a, a switch flicking in your head where you just kind of go oh do you know what I'm I, I'm not I'm done keeping this stuff inside it's not my secret I'm tired of it I want to let it go I want to find a way to move forward um with it and and I think if you're if you're able to do that it, it truly can be you know yeah absolutely I think for me you know there were um you know before I started talking more publicly about it there were some people who inspired me to do that um both within and and outside of um the survivor experience so there were definitely survivors standing up and um speaking about their experiences and that sort of made me go oh maybe it's possible for me to do that but also looking across at other sort of civil rights movements and seeing you know people taking um the thing that they've been marginalized by and and sort of owning it and uh and finding power in speaking about it and the other thing i'm thinking about as we're talking is just sort of is the the reactions that i get when when i talk now and that that sort of is opening up a space for for other people and it just feels like a very uh exciting time for our community you know where there are more and more of us speaking out and um and finding each other and being able to have those conversations with each other and that you know it secrecy is a massive barrier to community it's really isolating when it's all um when we have to keep everything inside and i was surprised you know when i started talking about it i didn't know what the reaction would be but actually the reaction has just been positive i've had very little negative reaction other than from people who have something to lose in it so you know it has you know it's had sort of impacts in my personal life where people who from the past haven't really liked me talking about it but that hasn't stopped me yeah i would i, I would i would agree with that i've had exactly the same experience where people who've known me for years and and when i haven't talked about this stuff and when i when i when i start to talk about it there's been that sort of well why are you talking about it it's not something that that should be talked about publicly we should continue to sweep it under the carpet like we've always done um and yeah i don't think personally speaking I don't think that is it's, it's, that certainly wasn't the best thing for me um, to continue to keep it a secret no I think we're, we're trained aren't we as survivors to think about other people's needs first and and so there's there is something very liberating about thinking actually what matters to me what's the yeah. most 
important thing to me and what it what brings a positive benefit in my life and to sort of center ourselves in our own story rather than constantly thinking about uh, other people's needs and and protecting people who have let us down or mm -hmm. abused us is you know is not um you know it's not a choice i'm making anymore i suppose but it's, it's, it's also not an easy choice to make, I think, because we are conditioned to to keep secrets, we're conditioned to protect people, we're conditioned to maybe go along with a, a, a narrative that suits other people. Um, and it's the hardest thing in the world to, to, to step beyond that. And because 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 in a sense, that is a comfort zone. That's what we know. That's what we're familiar with and stepping out of that and, um, you know, challenging other people's views or assumptions or, or or beliefs that we shouldn't talk about it is a really difficult thing to do. Yeah, I guess though for every sort of negative um, uh, response I've had, there are hundreds and hundreds of positive responses where people have shared, you know, how important it has been for them to hear it, you know, both other survivors and, you know, other and non-survivors, other people in the community who are horrified actually when they hear the statistics and just didn't know, just absolutely didn't know. And, you know, even people reflecting on where they've colluded with silencing or where they've, um, you know, colluded with, you know, horrible humor about, about abuse, you know, so it's really common, isn't it, to hear incest jokes and paedophile jokes and things like that. And, you know, people, once they know uh, what it's like and how many of us there are, start to reflect on that and think actually maybe i'll stop doing that and that ultimately is is changing the landscape yeah i i think it does i think that every time we have a conversation or we hear a conversation or we enable a conversation that it, it you know it, we inform somebody else we help somebody else to understand and i think that does change the landscape in the longer term um, and unfortunately we've run out of time this is this is the last in our um our, our brief three episode podcast series but we will be making more survivor conversations in the future and we really hope um that you'll come back to listen to us then and you can keep in touch with um the other things that we're that that we've got going on at the moment through the Viv Gordon website or on our social media accounts on Twitter and Facebook. Thanks very much, Viv. Thanks, Eva.